This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Hey, I'm Roberta Blevins. And this is Life After MLM, a podcast where we work to end the stigma of failure in an industry designed for you to fail. Welcome back to another episode of Life After MLM. I'm really excited today because I am talking to my new friend, Julie Jo, who we we met on TikTok, which is so fun. So um, Julie, please introduce yourself and... Explain why you're here. Hi, I'm Julie Joe, and I started doing TikTok recently. I was in Arbonne for two years. I did pretty well. I would, what one would call, I was successful, I guess you could call that, and uh, moved up in the ranks. And then once I qualified for the top 2%, I backed off. Um, things changed when I reached the top, uh, when I was getting closer to the top of the pyramid and, um, I did a TikTok that went viral about my experience in Arbonne and I now do anti-MLM content. That's so fun. (laughs) Um, and we were talking right before I hit the recording button about anti-MLM TikTok and it's just such a really fun place and I'm super obsessed with it. That's why you haven't been seeing me post on Instagram. It's because like, I'm just having so much fun educating on TikTok. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's a blast. It really is. Especially when you've been in um, an MLM and then someone else from an MLM is commenting on yours and you're like, I know exactly what you're thinking. I know exactly what you're doing. So. Yeah. It's really interesting how you can almost call them out like before they show up. Cause there's been videos where I will, I will talk about that. You know, someone will ask a question and I will be like, oh yes, this is how people are. This is what they say. And, and this is how it is. And then like three days later, someone will show up and do everything that I said in that video. And people are like, oh my God, you called it. And I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> 100% pattern. Proving her point exactly to the T. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, they are. And so like, I really do enjoy that. And I was telling you like right before I hopped on here, I, I made a TikTok video about Monet. Um, the interview that I did with Chelsea came out this morning and we had talked about Monate in her interview. And then I wake up to like this comment of this woman who clearly either sells it or uses it, who's defending it uh, on an older post, I believe. And she was like, sorry to tell you, but Monate's not an MLM. And I was like, yes, it is actually. And she's like, I'm not here to argue with you. Do your research. And I was like, oh man, okay. And I just, I was in the morning and I was getting my daughter ready for school. And I just hit like reply comment. And then like, I just recorded like two seconds so that I could save it in my drafts. And I was like, oh, we're coming back to this when I get home. <laughs> yeah. 
I do that all the time. If I'm like in the middle of dinner or something and I see a TikTok comment, I'll just draft it. And I'm like, I can't wait for that one. Yeah. So anybody that's listening right now that doesn't have TikTok um, and is like, man, I want to get in on this anti-MLM TikTok, like 100% come in and find us. Um, all of Julie's links and everything are in the show notes. So you'll be able to very easily find her on TikTok as well. But um, her and I both have over 20,000 followers. It's like really crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. Like I woke up one morning to like over 10K and I was like, what the heck just happened? No idea. Yeah, it's just, it's really interesting. Um, It's really... I really like it for education. Like it just, it works really well for education um, because a lot of times, you know, you, you see those comments and you can reply very easily with text, but a lot of times the comments that people leave, um, the answers are a lot more in depth than like, you know, 200 characters. And I love that we're able to reply with video and either, you know, elaborate on something or educate or <laughs> prove somebody's ridiculousness wrong or, or help people to see the problematic aspects of MLM very easily. Yeah. Um, t- TikTok is so easy for me because YouTube seems so daunting. I'm like, I want to make YouTube videos, but oh my God, there, it's, it seems like so much work. And TikTok, I can do it while I'm making my coffee in the morning. Like it's very easy. Exactly. Yeah. I played with the idea of, um, YouTube and I started a YouTube channel yesterday. Obviously there's absolutely nothing on it, but my, my profile picture, my picture. Um, but I'm kind of nervous about that, but TikTok just makes it so fun, simple. And this, the simplicity of just replying to a comment in a video format is so nice, especially when it's someone who has no idea what they're talking about and you can green screen behind you and show exactly like from the FTC website. I've done that before, pull it up. I'm like, okay, here it go. Here's the percentage. Here it is. It's right behind me. It blows my mind. It's so fun. It, it really has been just a really fun experience. Um, yeah, I, I feel like I'm like, okay, maybe I can just be this like TikTok girl. Like, <laughs> like I don't know. And I love the community, you know, like I would have never met Hattie that way. And she's brilliant. And, you know, she just changed her pink hair to blonde. Um, she's adorable. And I love that she talks about all the UK MLMs. I need to message her and get her on the show because I think it'd be really fun to talk to her as well. And Charlie, who's Dear Society, she's really fantastic as well. There's just so many amazing, educated, compassionate, wonderful anti-MLM creators on TikTok that um, I, you guys just download it. I know you feel like, oh my God, am I too old for TikTok? No, no, no you're not. Definitely not. You're not too old for TikTok and don't listen to the people that tell you you are because they're just jealous that you have more followers than them. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> you have more fun than them too if you're on TikTok. Okay, so now that we just had our TikTok rant, let's talk about um, what made you decide to even join Arbonne in the first place. Like, where were you in your life that you were like, hey, this sounds like a great idea? So I'll go back a few years uh, to when I was growing up in a very small town in Texas, and MLMs were a thing. They were not frowned upon at all. I had no idea what they were. I didn't know what MLM meant, but I knew that people did these businesses in their home where like they sold makeup and you came over and did makeup parties. Um, Or like they had protein from Herbalife. I remember being in high school and a high schooler sold me 
Herbalife protein. And I didn't know it was an MLM. And I think she was selling it for her mom or, you know, something like that. But yeah, high schooler was, was trying to get me to buy protein. I brought a wrap from it works when I was in high school. Wait, 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 what? Like Hun's kids are like bringing their stuff to school and like shilling it behind the gym. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Essentially. Yeah. Um, It was more of like, uh, I don't know how I was introduced to it, but we were in athletics, you know, we were in sports and I did sports in high school um, and uh, cheerleaded and, you know, they were talking about how they have this great product that could help out, you know, and in high school, your focus is your weight, especially as a female, most women, most girls in high school struggle with that. And so it's, it's super easy to take control of, of not just people in high school, but people right out 18, 19, 20 year olds. And um, now fast forward to, you know, expanding that when I was younger, wasn't a bad thing. Fast forward to just gotten married in 2019, um, very beginning of 2019. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. January 1st, 2019, I married the coolest guy ever. And um, a month or so later, probably about a month later, I had a good friend that I, I worked at summer camps with. And I really looked up to her, her boyfriend, um, was one of my closest friends um, at um, when we were younger. And she said, hey, I just want to introduce you to this. If you're down, cool. If not, no worries. And I was like, oh, sure. Okay. Like I'd been watching her post some videos about it and talk about it. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, but I didn't think about joining. She talked to me and she kind of just painted a picture. That's something they do a lot. They paint a picture of what things could be if you join an MLM or if you join this company and of course they will never say it's an MLM um, it's you know of course they'll never say something like that but they're like this is a great it could be a side business for you or it could be full-time and give you time freedom which we know now does not mean free time um, and so <laughs> it does not um, I joined and something about me is I'm really stubborn and I I'm a very hard worker. If you know the Enneagram, I'm a four wing three. And so I am an extremely hard worker and I did everything they told me to do and, and then more. And so I ranked up pretty quickly. And if you rank up within the first couple of months, a lot of eyes turn to you. Um, If you don't, a lot of times people just kind of turn their head to someone else. Now I have a question. Um, What do you think it was about you specifically? that made you rank up so fast, um, you know, compared to like some of these other people that are like, I was a small fish and I tried everything and it didn't work. What do you feel like you had specifically that made you more quote unquote successful? Um, I, I had a lot of friends that trusted me. They trusted me and which is sad to say now, um, but I had a lot of people who trusted me and would never think that I would do something that was a scam or, or you know, something so, like icky. That's like, when I think of it, I just think of the word icky or yucky. And, um, I also was someone who was getting her master's degree. So I was well-educated and I was, um, and I was getting my master's degree in a ministry and theology. And, and so like, of course, like, you know, God wouldn't put me in something that, you know, using Christianity as a sales tactic is pretty much what that is. Um, And so I had all these friends who looked up to me already and I just pulled them in. I said, Hey, you should come with me. You should do this with me. Um, And, and some, an argument I don't like is when people say, 
an anti-MLM community is all products are bad. Well, that's not true. Not all products are bad. There are most products that are probably pretty bad. There's a few that you're like, oh, this is good. And so of course you shovel the few to them that are good and they try it and go, wow. Okay. So, you know, I trust you. I liked, the, I, I like this product. You paint a great picture for me. Um, let's try it out. Let's try it out. Yeah. So. The, uh, the products. I like to talk about that because people are like, but I really like blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that's great. Um, I'm not talking about the products. <laughs> I'm talking right. about the business model. Um, of course, you know, scams are going to have something to legitimize them. Uh, you know, they use business language to legitimize them. And maybe they have one or two products that really are like, whoa. But a lot of times those whoa products, if you do a little bit of research, you can find pretty comparable duplicates for them. And usually very much cheaper <laughs> as well. So I want people to understand that when we talk about multi-level marketing, we're not, we're not making fun of the people that join the victims and the survivors of these. We're not making fun of that. We're not making fun of the products or, or that, although some, you know, some are ridiculous, like you said, but it really is about the business model. That is the problem here. Yeah, everything, everything else in MLM is collateral. That, that doesn't actually matter. All of that. I was talking to someone the other day. I was like, it's like a flower, like there's petals off the flower, but you need the middle for it to work and you need the petals for it to look pretty. And so you have the core of the MLM. It doesn't look pretty like that though. You have to have something else. So you get the products and you have some uh, of the petals flowing and then you get the people and you have, more. and it turns into something that looks really pretty, but deep down in the center, it's, it's not that pretty. I mean, you could wrap a turd up in Christmas packaging and bows and glitter with a pine cone and like an angel on the top of it. And when you unwrap it, it's still a turd. Exactly. That's perfect. Yes. Yes. That's exactly it. And I feel like I finally opened that turd gift when I reached qualification for regional vice president. I said, wow, this is, this is not pretty. This doesn't smell good either. Okay, so that what is that? What's the rank that the highest rank that you reached? And what does that mean? And how did you get there? And what does it take to get there? Oh my gosh. So I'll I'll start off just with a bang. I and I I figured this out once I finished. I applied to apologize to my husband. I, I pretty much missed the first year and a half, two years of our marriage, because I was working. I was working when he was sleeping. I was working when he was awake. I was working when we were both home. I was working during dinner. I was working during lunch. I was working during breakfast. I was working when we were on vacation at the pool, right? Because you have time freedom. You can work wherever you are, but you don't have free time. Those and little so, pockets of time, hun. Take advantage. Little pockets of time. Pop, uh, I worked on a toilet. I worked in the bathtub. I didn't work in the shower because my phone would break and I need my phone to work. over to quince.com and grab yourself a little something something and support the show by supporting our sponsors. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and say hello to lightweight fabrics and classic styles. I have been taking advantage of the beautiful weather and getting outside for daily walks and I cannot say enough good things about the flow knit high-rise boyfriend jogger from Quince. Seriously, running errands, doing school pickups, swinging by the farmers market or taking Jaja for a stroll around the lake, these bad boys are versatile. 
I love the deep pockets, the high waistband, and the internal hidden drawstring. They're quick drying, moisture wicking, antimicrobial, and the four-way stretch makes them so comfortable. They're made with 88% recycled polyester and the Global Style Standard Certified Yarn dramatically lowers environmental impact by diverting landfill and ocean-bound plastic. Not to mention using recycled claim standard approved dyeing, washing, and manufacturing processes with low water and eco-friendly dyes. They have become an absolute favorite and you can save up to 59% off the high-end counterpart by shopping with Quince. Throw on a cotton modal scoop neck tee and some sneakers and you've got a perfect effortless outfit. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash MLM for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash M-L-M to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash M-L-M. Do you ever wonder how much of your personal data is out there on the internet just for anyone to find? I promise it's more than you think. Your name, contact info, social security number, home address, even information about your family members. It's all being compiled by data brokers and openly sold online. This can lead to a lot of problems, including identity theft, phishing attempts, harassment, and unwanted spam calls. But now you can protect your privacy with Delete Me. Signing up for the service is super easy. Just provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. They send you regular, personalized privacy reports showing what info they found, where they found it, and what they removed. I got my report and I was floored with the results. Of the 105 data brokers they checked, 83 of them had my data. Delete Me then removed 173 listings of my personal data off the internet, and they make sure that it stays off too. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me at a special discount just for our listeners. Get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash MLM and use promo code MLM at checkout. The only way to get the 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash MLM and enter code MLM at checkout. That's joindeleteme.com slash MLM code MLM. National Voter Registration Day is kind of a big deal. It's a yearly, nonpartisan holiday celebrating our democracy, and it's all about getting as many people as possible to, that's right, register to vote. So why is that important right now? Well, sure, local and state elections may not get as much attention as the midterms or the presidential elections, but there's still a super important way for you to use your voice to make an impact and help shape the future of your community. And one of the best parts Registering to vote is really easy thanks to organizations like Headcount. Get registered there in minutes and you won't have to worry about registration deadlines in your state. And then you'll be ready to participate in all of your upcoming local, state, and federal elections. That really is a big deal. Head to headcount.org forward slash Spotify now to register. That's headcount.org forward slash Spotify. See you at the polls. All right, we had a little technical difficulty, so we're going to start over. Uh, And you were talking about your rank and what it took to get there. Um, So we were talking about the time freedom uh, that we mentioned, and like what took to get there. And I I was not being around for the first year or two of your marriage, too. That was the other thing we talked about. All right, yeah. Years of my of my marriage, I felt like I I wasn't fully present. I always felt like I was somewhere else. And whether it was working with my team, thinking of someone on my team, messaging, um, 
people I could recruit, like all these different things that I could have step into my business. It was constantly, constantly, constantly about Arbonne. What can I do to get to the next level? What can I do to um, rank up? And so uh, I quali- So I was an executive area manager. Area manager is a top 6% or so. Um, and I was executive because I helped someone else rank up to area manager. And then I qualified for regional vice president. So it's like a two month qualification period. I qualified for regional vice president, which is the top 2%. And then the top 1% is national vice president. So that's like the top of the company. Um, And so I was regional vice president. That's where you get the car. That was what I was qualified for. Um, I had already earned a trip and uh, to to the Bahamas or something like that. Um, And that is extremely hard to do. Uh, it's not free at all, by the way, you purchase, you know, you have to purchase the plane tickets and you have to pay for food on, on most cases and drinks. And, you know, and of course the, the, oh, you need a wardrobe to take with you. Right. So that's shilling out a few hundred dollars and it's, it's a whole thing. <laughs> it's a whole mess. Um, but I, I feel like it took everything to get there. Like not, I mean, it took all of me to get there. Um, and I'm someone who, in my pockets of time, I like to rest. Um, I like to watch Netflix. I love Netflix. I love TV shows. It's something that my husband, we love movies. We love rating movies. We, I mean, we just love that kind of thing. It's kind of, we're kind of nerdy about it, but we really like it. I also love video games. And for two years, I didn't play them because every time I tried to play them, I would feel bad because I could just hear someone saying like, this is a time you could be working your business. But that's how I decompressed for my days was doing something I enjoyed doing. And um, ultimately, I guess I really didn't enjoy working my business because, or working, when I say my business, just know that that's what I refer to it, even though it is not, um, it is not my business and it is not a small business either. It is a contracted worker to a company. Um, So, yeah, it, it took every piece of me. Uh, my husband practically didn't get me for two years. Um, so it was, it was awful. And it was just as bad as I'm making myself. It's much worse, actually, um, because I feel like parts of my mind kind of blocked out my experience because it was really difficult to, to handle and to process. And I left at the end of 2020. And so here we are in May of 2021, and I'm still decompressing what I went through. I, I'm processing you know, the past two years of my life, what the heck just happened? It's kind of how I feel right now. It's what just happened the past two years. Um, I hope I, I hit your points and your questions. Definitely. And then you brought up another point that I wanted to talk about, which is that car bonus, that free car that you can earn in MLM that everybody's like, oh my God, you can get a free car. Um, when I talked to Dina, she talked about the white Jeep and Kiani. Um, I've talked to other people about the car, this car bonus, the car, the free car. So you want to talk about that free car? I am more than happy to. Uh, for the longest time, they called it a free car. Um, but as I got up in the, uh, the ranks, I was like, let's take a look into it. So after you know, over a year of being in Arbonne, I looked into the, the free car. It, it's not free at all. Um, it's by the way, you have to have a white Mercedes. You have to. There's no other option. Uh, don't get me wrong; those aren't bad. Um, it's not free. Uh, you, it's your car. You sign the lease. It's yours, and I'm I'm pretty sure you have to put the down payment as well. Um, and 
a lot of times people can't get that car even though they hit the rank because they can't show the the income to prove it. Um, they they can't show the steady income that you need to prove it. A lot of people go bankrupt for that car. Um, the only thing that Arbon does is they make you put in three places on your car an Arbon emblem that they have, and then you they also if you reach a certain rank, like or if you reach a certain I guess volume monthly in sales and all that stuff, then they're going to give you the uh, Mercedes car bonus. But if you don't, you don't get it and you pay it monthly because it's your car. Right. That's it. Yeah. So it's not a free car. It's a lease oh, that awesome. you go and purchase yourself, put the down payment, pay the taxes, pay the fees. You sign, you are responsible for that monthly payment. And then on top of that, you then have to qualify every single month to get the car bonus. And what Arbon does is cuts you a check for the monthly payment of the car or, you know, whatever it could be a specific number or whatever it is, but they cut you the check to pay the lease. And that's where the free aspect comes. But if you don't qualify, you have a bad month, something happens, you break your foot and you're not able to Arbon it up and you don't qualify. Guess what? you're still responsible for that car payment. And Arbonne's like, sorry, dude, you didn't qualify this month. Better luck next time. Exactly. That's, that's exactly. the free car, you guys. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. I, I just the narrative was so twisted on that. I, I, I just, people really try to sell you to, to get into the business for a free car. I mean, they, they lie. It, when someone says free car, free trip, it's a lie. It's just a lie because you pay so much more than Arbon does. You pay so much more than any company you're with does. Ultimately, you pay for it. It's shocking. I feel like it just, you know, like for these people that want these cars and these trips and these vacations, it ultimately is just cheaper in the long run to just buy the vacation. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you really want to do it on a credit card, book that, book that, uh, <laughs> book that trip, put it on a credit card, book it for one year from now pay it off. And when it's paid and you're all ready to go, go on it. I mean, if you really need to do it on a credit card, then that's the way you got to do it. Like don't put Arbon on a credit card and hope that you're going to get qualified. Just buy the trip, just buy the trip and play the video games and spend time with your husband and spend time with your kids and spend time with your pets and spend time with yourself and leave the MLM at the door. Exactly. Uh, for, for me, I, I can guarantee that while I did make an okay amount of money, I wouldn't say it was decent. Uh, I think it was okay. It definitely was not worth the amount of work I put into it. Um, oh, definitely not. I was making almost nothing if you compare to the amount of work I put into it. Uh, I, I personally probably bought more in product than the trip cost in itself. So, and a lot of that product, I'm one person. I don't use that. I don't need that much product. Yeah, it's, it's bad. That's another thing, that garage qualifying, right? That front loading, that buy the product because you could sell it and then you can make your money back. But like I've seen on a lot of these MLM products, the shelf life, especially for food-like products and beauty products are very low. And that encourages you to purchase more when they expire because like you can't expect, you know, you can't sell expired stuff. 
Um, I remember like when I left MLM, <laughs> I took everything that was MLM that was still like new in a package or like had tags that I had purchased. And I was like, I got to get rid of this Sensi, like this alkaline water fizz stuff. Like, and I was selling it on eBay. And I remember looking, cause it says like, you know, expiration date. And I flipped it over and I was like, these are expired. I got them like two months ago. Why are these already expired? People still bought it. Yeah. People still bought it on eBay. They don't care about that. But that was like, this hasn't even been in my house that long. How is it already expired? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's shocking. Um, And, and as, as I recently talked to CC Suarez about this too, and talking to you and, and the more I have conversations with people, just the more I'm stunned. I mean, almost speechless, except I'm not, you know, if I was someone who didn't talk a whole lot, I would not say anything, but I have a lot to say, uh, but I'm, I'm still processing it. Even, even after five months of, of completely like, not just like slowing it down, but doing nothing for it, absolutely nothing. I am still trying to understand what happened. Um, and so having this conversation is really helpful for me. And uh, my goal with my TikTok and with my anti-MLM in general, my anti-MLM content is to provide the education that I wish that I had. Because I never had that education um, before. Because when I grew up, it wasn't a bad thing. And, um, and then when I joined the MLM, um, I actually had some people send me anti-MLM videos, right? Like some of my friends were looking at me. Uh, and, and I just sent them to my upline because she said, you know, someone's interested in just let me see it. I was like, okay. So I sent it to her and she said, you don't need to watch that. That's just going to draw more attention to the, this anti-MLM content, which is just someone who's not educated. I was like, okay, okay, I won't watch it. And so they controlled the information I was taking and they controlled my behavior. They control my emotions and my thoughts. And B-I-T-E, that's, that's the bite model. That's how you um, know what is a cult and what is not. Uh, even though it looks pretty and it looks, you know, fun and there's supposedly a great community inside of it. And when you look at, when you look at it, the big picture of it all, that is what it is. And, and it's not like one of those, it's not like Jim's jo- Jim Jones cult, that not all cults are that way. Not all cults are that intense, but this, I mean, I got educated on what the bite model was and I compared my experience and I was Stunned that it fit, that my experience fit into the bite model. Um, and even talk about it now, I'm just like, oh my gosh, like it's it's crazy to think about. Um, even someone like me who who did rank up, who did get higher in the business, it wasn't like I was, you know, the the the, the, the distributor, what they call it in Arbonne is the independent consultant. You know, I didn't just say that I I started my own trainings for my team. I, you know, I started doing these like you know, big girl things in the, in the business thinking that, you know, what they were all saying was right, what they're all saying is true. Um, and anytime you've heard someone say a phrase from, um, from a, an MLM, like time freedom or, um, work it when you can, or, um, I mean, there's a ton of phrases. I'm trying to think of a few, um, I've said all of them. I've sent all of them to my team. Um, and it, and even now today, I'm having to deal with the fact that I've told my team these things that were wrong. 
Um, and so not only am I like, wow, I was a victim. I'm also like, wow, I victimized people too. I preyed on people too without realizing it. And that's something that I have to now work through. Um, but if I just didn't join the MLM, I wouldn't have to work through. And so it's all, it's, it's overwhelming, shocking, but um, also very eye-opening. And one of the things that led me to my anti-MLM content for sure. It's, it's, it's wonderful to have you on the side for sure. I love um, everyone that's joining this movement and it's growing so much and it's just, it's really fantastic. Yeah, it is. Um, I, once I decided to get out of Arbonne, I started to um, watch anti-MLM content. I was like, okay, so I had these videos sent to me. What is this stuff? Like what's going on? Because I had my experience where um, the, the thing that triggered me out of the, the MLM, I was already kind of deciding like, this is weird. Something has changed now that I've hit this. I, I, I'm uncomfortable. Something's wrong. And so I was just going to like quietly, like tuck and roll out, you know, just really quiet, calm, just ghost and just gently leave. Um, but then I was added to a Facebook group and I was like, what is this? And it was a Facebook group based on a conspiracy theory that was going on. Um, of course they made it look pretty and, you know, it was, it sounds crazy, but, but a lot of them, like, and a lot of the leaders were running it and it got to the point where Facebook not only took down that group, but they also like deactivated the Facebook group for some of those leaders for a period of time. Like they were not able to do anything on Facebook. And, um, when, when I was in, when I was added to that group, I guess, cause I was, you know, a little higher up, um, it in the pyramid. And, uh, I, I was like, what's going on in this? This is weird, uh, but they made it look like it was, you know, supposed to be a good thing. Like this is to save the children. If that gives you any idea what it was and all this stuff, but, but it, it became really dark really quickly. And, and the fact that Facebook caught that deleted the whole group and like took, you know, deactivated their accounts for a little bit. I was like, this is not okay. There is something much deeper and something that is much darker in all of this than I, than I ever imagined. And that's when I, I posted that experience on TikTok. It went viral. Um, I think it has over 65,000 likes right now and hundreds of thousands of views, which is crazy to me because all I ever did was show my dogs before on TikTok. Um, and so I, people were like, tell me more. And I was like, uh, okay, I, I have plenty more to say. They were like, spill it. We want to hear it. And I didn't realize that people wanted to hear it. And then I started talking and it got traction. And now I, I, I see the effect it can have on others. And, and I've had people email me saying like tonight, I have um, a zoom call with someone who was trying to get out of Arbonne and they want my help. And so I'm chatting with her tonight about how to get out and how to leave and what that looks like. And then uh, I've had people email me or comment on my stuff saying, I just returned all my products because of the education that you've been giving me or, or because I saw your video or because like I, you know, I, and some of them, you know, they watch CC, Suarez, they watch you, Roberta. Um, they're like, you know, I've been watching y'all and like the MLM content you put out and it's finally hit me after a while. And I was like, that's awesome. That's awesome. And those moments are when I go, okay, I'll take all the hate comments, all the mean, nasty comments from people who are in MLMs just for this. I'll take it for this comment. Yeah. You know, I, I get 
down on myself too sometimes doing these um the podcast and being on TikTok and Instagram and Facebook and sharing things. Um, there's a lot of people out there who think I care about their opinion. <laughs> I'm sorry to say, um, you know, this is me and this is what I do. And if it's not good enough, that's fine. Like there's other podcasts out there to listen to. If you don't like the conversational tone, if you want something super produced like the dream, then that's why the dream exists. I'm not the dream. I'm not Jane Marie. Um, yeah. I've talked to Jane Marie and she's wonderful and I'm just not her. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and it's, it's hard, you know, you get discouraged. You're like, am I doing the right thing? Because you get negative comments. Um, and people forget that often that we're not just public figures, like we're humans too, you know, like I have feelings and I get down on myself a lot. Um, but you get, like you said, like you get a comment or you get somebody that messages you or says, hey, like I ran across your content and it changed my life. I had a girl like not even a day or two ago who was like, I decided to leave my MLM or I decided that I wanted to leave my MLM. And then you showed up on my for you page and you literally confirmed everything I was already thinking about. And I quit my MLM after I saw your video. And I just wanted to reach out and say, thank you for like saving me from this. And And then I have to go, oh my God, (laughs) thank you for saving me from myself because I was worried that everybody hated me for a second. And you've now come in and said that I changed your life and okay, this is why I do this. So, you know, it's, it's really difficult and it's not something that I've ever experienced. I've never gone viral. I've never been quote unquote famous in any, in any aspect other than the vice documentary, but I mean, you know, whatever on that, um, it's like, I, it's, it's, I'm rambling at this point, but it's like, you know, you and I being creators of this, we put a lot of time, a lot of time editing closed captioning comments, editing videos, editing podcasts, editing YouTube channels. I mean, I talked to Chelsea about it too. You know, she gets the same kind of hate and I just have to sort of <laughs> let those things go. And I'm sure you do the same thing, but you know, I just want people to realize like before you leave a nasty comment or you say something to somebody or you criticize them without offering any sort of insight, like you're part of the problem too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, uh, and, and you might've seen that video, but I recently posted one about my experience with my, one of my ex-best friends and uh, the MLM. And, and I often heard in, in the MLM that I was in, was you know if your friend doesn't support your business it's likely that they don't support you and you know when someone says that enough you're like yeah yeah you're right and so with my best best friend not supporting my business it was was hard for me to think that she supported me in general now I know she was really looking out for me in the best way that she could at that moment because I was so deep in she couldn't tell me like Hey, you need to get out right now. She she knew that she knew that I would react poorly to that. So what she did was the best thing she could do. And I posted about my experience with that and how like the MLM really played a huge factor in that. And people, there's a lot of hate comments and mostly from those in an MLM, right? That they were like, no, this is totally on you, totally on you, this is all you. Um, and so what I did with that was I took that and I started educating on cults. I started educating on what it looks like to be in an MLM and and now I'm doing more content of like, here's this video. You should look at this video of someone in MLM talking to someone else. Or like, here's this tech. I, I was lucky 
that I saw this, but someone on my Instagram posted, she, this person's in an MLM, um, and she posted a text message that she sends to people um, in her MLM. And I was shocked by the manipulation. So I screenshotted it and I was like, oh, hey, TikTok, look at this. This is something that people send. And people were stunned. I was stunned. Um, that, but I, I am stunned now. Back then I would have been like, oh, she's right. She's so right that, that, that my dream's not big enough or that I'm not working hard enough or that I am just not using my time wisely to grow this. Um, and it, to me, I, I will accept the hate comments for, like you said, the people who say, um, continue your work, it's important. Because while I got a bunch of hate comments on my post about my friends, uh, it made me transition to here, let me show you what it looks like instead of just saying it. And so I started showing and people were like, wait, you know, I had a few people go, I'm sorry for what I posted. I'm sorry that I said that. It was, I just didn't understand. Thank you for educating me. And I was like, you're welcome. That's what I'm here for. Um, so yeah, I completely agree with your your uh, your words about you know think before you post something right is it going to be rude or it does it is it just because you're defensive is it just because you're defensive or is it because you have something to add um yeah I think those comments like are just people who are very triggered you know they they see they see the truth in our posts and they see it in themselves and they don't want to believe that they're a part of something that's harmful and bad and hurting people and so instead of you know taking a deeper look and going oh my god am I a part of something bad they defend it and they say this is not bad this is not bad you guys are just haters like there's no way no there's millions of people that do this like we can't all be wrong you guys have to be the haters and I, I get it you know I was there too like people confronted me when I was in mine and I was like no this is not how it is you guys just don't understand but they're cults and they're high demand groups and they manipulate you. Like you said, they, they excommunicate you away from the people that have critical thinking and the people that want to help the people that want to help you um, with, you know, like Stephen Hassan's bite model, all of those types of control. It's, it's so real and it's so true. And I really wish people, if, if you're in an MLM and you're like listening to this because somebody told you not to, and you're like, I'm kind of a rebel because that's how it started for me. Um, I, you know, I implore you to just look a little deeper. And uh, like in the last episode that that posted today um, with Chelsea, she she talks about uh, Peter Baelish in Game of Thrones and his like when you're thinking about somebody who's like wants something for you, like what is their what is the worst reason that they would want that from you? And it's like, you think about that, like, why is this person doing this? And what is, what is the worst possible reason that this person is asking me to do this or join? And, you know, think about people's worst motives of doing things. Um, and you might be surprised. You might be surprised that, that this industry is predatory. And I promise you that the anti-MLM community is not full of haters. There are a few, a few that are, but for the most part, um, there are people that have been stuck in these scams and cults themselves and don't want to see other people be affected this way. You know, it's, I'm still like, I left LuLaRoe in 2017, you guys, and I am 
still dealing with like PTSD from it and like like my trauma responses sometimes and I'm working through it every single day and it takes time and it's okay but you know we always just keep moving forward keep educating yourself keep asking questions mm-hmm. yeah that's an excellent point um and the fact that like I was one of those two Roberta that would see someone talk poorly about MLMs because of course they would come across my page in some way, shape, or form, especially on TikTok. Um, and anytime I saw an anti-MLM, some someone who's anti-MLM um, post a video about it, I would block them. And it's funny because yesterday I was tagged with a few other people in a video. I think you were one of them and someone else from an anti-MLM community was one of them. And I clicked on the other girl's uh, TikTok and I was like, what? Why did I block her? And it's because a year prior, she had posted an anti-MLM video and I had blocked her because I was an MLM and didn't want to see it. Um, And for me, I I would get extremely defensive, like you said, just so defensive with the fact that there's no possible way I could be in something that could hurt someone like that. There's no possible way. I'm just not that kind of person. And the fact of the matter is, a lot of them aren't that, those kind of people that they, they are victims. They really don't realize what they're doing. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's a few that are not great and do know what they're doing. Um, but a lot of them just don't get it. And, and I just didn't get it. And I'm just so glad that I got out. I am so grateful. My life, like my mental health has gotten so much better um, because every single day when I would have to send messages and reach out to people that I didn't know. And, and, and another phrase, fake it till I make it every single day. I had to do that. My mental health just deteriorated a little more and I would get more insecure and I would be more stressed out to message someone. And after two years of it, I, I was, I just couldn't do it anymore. And, um, for us, it was like, they had a whole list of things. One to say, everything was pretty much um, like they had it written out for you what to say and what to do, but also like how to get people in, right? How to go to Facebook groups and how to um, find people with hashtags and, and prey on people that way. How to, how to go in, look at this person, see if you would like them on your team. And if you wouldn't, you still reach out to them because maybe they'd like the products. Um, so yeah, it was a lot of manipulation. Um, a lot of toxic positivity was thrown out there pretty constantly and, and a lot, a lot of pain that I didn't realize was pain at the time that I thought was just being uncomfortable. Well, I'm so glad that you're out and I'm so glad that you're speaking out and I'm so glad that you're on this journey with me and everyone else. Um, and you're just so wonderful. And I, I love connecting and meeting people, um, that you know again it's like this whole compassionate thing and that's that's for me and that's another reason that I love TikTok is a lot of times you can't get tone in text and you respond to people and they think that you're being sort of like aggressive and so I love being able to respond in a video format so that people can see that I'm not aggressive and that I am like it's okay and this is why you're what you're saying is wrong and I want to help you and I want to educate you um which I think yeah it's just another reason that I love that I love educating on TikTok as well. Yeah, yeah. So um, unless there's anything else you want to say uh, or share, I think we can do um, some, you know, not so rapid, rapid fire questions. 
<laughs> Nothing else I can think of. I'm ready for those rapid fire questions. <laughs> okay, so what is one word that you feel like encompasses how you feel about multi-level marketing? Um, rapid fire. Uh, disgusting. <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> that's a great one. It is disgusting. What is um, a warning that you would give to somebody who wants to join an MLM? Uh, please be completely educated on both sides before you join. Yeah, I think, and uh, a way, a great way to be educated on both sides is to read Ponzinomics by Robert Fitzpatrick, because he really breaks it down from day one. It's a fantastic book. So if you really want to do your research, that's a great place to start. Worst MLM, in your opinion? Oh, by far, it works. Definitely. It, it's always been number one for me. Like people have been asking me recently and it, I just, there's one that's catching up to it and that's prove it uh, with the ketones, but that's because they are just spreading so hardcore on TikTok and it's disgusting to watch it, but, but it works and prove it's coming up close though. There's a local, um, it's actually a friend of mine's husband here in the town that I live, who's a huge prove it hun bro. And like even has a license plate that's like, his slogan no. and I just I'm just like he's super duper all in and he's a super nice guy and I wish he could see it but um he doesn't see it yet because he's super high up um hardest lesson that you learned while in MLM um oh geez I feel like I learned so much I uh hardest lesson I learned is uh, sometimes the things you think you're doing that are good are hurting people more than they're helping people absolutely and the last question, a positive takeaway from your time in MLM that you still use. Positive takeaway. I can talk to people a lot easier now. Uh, I, I feel, you know, I had to talk to a bunch of people, even though I didn't want to all the time. And I actually did get to know people. I, I feel like now I, I want to know them more. I actually want to know who they are and um, about their lives. And people have a lot to give. Um, but a lot of people just don't listen to them. And so after, you know, the two years that I have had in MLM, I feel like I'm a better listener because, you know, one of the tactics was listen to what they need uh, and then make it look like that this, you know, this thing or this MLM or this product can, can help them. Um, and now I feel like I can listen so much better. That's an <laughs> excellent one. That's an excellent, yeah. Ta being able to talk to people and being able to listen better for sure. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much for spending your morning with me. Um, and uh, for teaching me a little bit about Arbonne that I didn't know about and for educating us about the car bonus, which I think is a very important thing that we haven't talked about on the podcast yet. Oh yeah. The car bonus. Uh, oh gosh. People are, I, I'm so glad I can help educate on that because I see it all the time. Free car, free car. Oh, my friend, it is not, it is not a free car. Oh, yikes. Thank you so much for listening to Life After MLM. Please don't forget to like and subscribe and share with all of your anti-MLM friends as well. See you next time.